。在今天这期节目里，我会播出我新推出的英文频道里的一期节目，和在英国当教授的 Zara 聊到他从美国的 LM 业界搬到英国的体验，和他最近从 Disney Research 离职的一些体会。如果你还没有订阅我的英文新频道的话，在 YouTube 或者你的音频播客里搜索 Not Just Research 即可。链接也都在 Show Notes 里面。Hello everyone. So in this episode,、uh, I'm gonna chat with Zara on how her journey is from an industry research lab to academia, and also a move from United States to UK. Hi, Zara. Hi. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, great to have you here.、Um, can you just share a little bit about yourself so that our、um, audience know who you are? Sure. So Zara Montezeri, I'm now assistant professor at University of Manchester. I've been also a consultant at Disney Research、um, during my academic journey. Before that, I was a R&D at ILM,、um, and starting from San Francisco and then transferred to London.、Um, then、um, graduated my PhD from University of California, Irvine. And during my PhD, if I go back chronologically, I got the pleasure to work in a lot of、um, industry and research、uh, groups,、um, including Loxion. Almost two years, I had the pleasure to work with、um, Professor Henrik Jensen,、uh, and then、um, Pixar,、um, DreamWorks. The year before that. Exir. So in total, I had five internships in a six-year PhD. <laughs> yeah, and、um, if I go even further back, I graduated from、uh, Sharif University in Iran for my bachelor's. Yeah, that's a lot of internship in your PhD. <laughs> yeah, but happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about your re- most recent experience of transitioning from an LM to a, a professor. University of Manchester. So, how did you make that decision? That's a very good question because I also don't know the answer. I was not prepared for academia, and I had no intention, honestly, for academia. I was always interested、uh, for industry job, and as you can see from my internships and always my my own interest,、um, I was always going for industry and. Um, the opportunity came up、uh, once we moved to the UK as a、uh, assistant professor job in University of Manchester, and I should tell you this was the only application I sent for <laughs> for a, a, a academic job, and I had a hundred percent acceptance rate, <laughs> so because that was the only one. Um, but I wasn't sure at that moment, honestly. And、um, once I moved out from ILM, I. Stayed with my connection with、uh, Disney Research folks, and gladly I could uh, continue uh, the project with them even when I started in academia in University of Manchester, because、um, I wasn't sure about how will I like this job,、uh, and I had the pleasure to continue my work with Disney Research for about a for for about a year、uh, so far,、um, so it was like ten percent of my time. With、uh, with industry, but that was like apart from my full time at university. So it's not like an adjunct、um, prof-、uh, professorship. It was like during my weekend or work time、uh, outside of the working hour.、Uh, it turned out very well. It was a very smooth transition for me because if it was an abrupt、um, transition, I wasn't sure how would I like it. But now I'm pretty sure, and I kind of finally made my decision. 
in a piece that academia is what I want. And I'm very happy that I made this transition. Um, I can talk about my job um, for, for, for the whole day, but I would let you to direct the conversation, whichever uh, suits this uh, podcast better. Great. So, so you mentioned basically now you have been a professor for a year and then yeah. you also, meanwhile, you are part-timing with Disney research and like a 10% of your time to do research. We can, we can come back to that. I'm very interested in talking about that experience. But before we do that, I want to just dig a little bit deeper. So you say you had no intention of looking for academia job, but then this opportunity came up and you apply. Th that means like what, what prompts you to apply? Like you, you, if you are super happy with your job at <laughs> LM, um, why, why would you apply? Like it's not like you have to. Yeah, that's a very good one. Um, so the, the only reason is that I was uh, more interested in San Francisco and that was like a plan. And ILM in San Francisco was my dream job. And then my husband got a disposition in Manchester. And then um, he is also an assistant professor. And he moved. And I was like, if I want, if I don't want to go do in San Francisco, I had the option to transfer it to London. But then again, it would be remotely working from Manchester, which is like two hours away from London. So this kind of break up my ideal job. So, <laughs> so ILM at San Francisco wasn't on the table anymore. It was like a remote working from Manchester with San Francisco, which is not, um, I, I, I also wasn't prepared for that uh, that much as well. I think that was one of the reasons that if I want to stay in Manchester, which it worked out working with San Francisco remotely, but then um, this was like all uh, a new world to me because now I was in the University of Manchester because of my husband. So I got to go to his office and I got to see how a uh, junior academics life is. And honestly, I got a bit um, tempted with uh, seeing <laughs> him in this new position. So he started a few months already and then I also got into it. And then um, I was referred to a, a position and I applied. So yeah, it wasn't well planned because we didn't have any intention to move into the UK. So that wasn't on the table when I kind of finalized my <laughs> job. Uh, and then our moving out from California kind of opened up some other opportunity. And then I uh, started to think about academia. Yeah, this is so cool to know because um, in my experience, when I, when I talk with other people, mostly they will say, if they want location flexibility, they will go to industry because they can work hybrid yep. or remotely. Um, <laughs> but in your case, <laughs> because you're far away from the team that you originally want to work with. So you had to give up your industry job and then find an academic <laughs> job. So that's that's super interesting. Um, yeah. And another thing I want to just follow up on is Disney research. You talk about you're working with them 10% of the time. So what do you do in that 10% of their time? Like if Suppose we work 40 hours a week. That's like four hours every week. So what do you do in that four hours? Yeah, so it was like a, a small project on doing literature review and um, some um, project that I could help in terms of um, paper reading and potential research coming up. So this um, this was planning for a research project. But then, um, so... Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm, uh, is that okay to share, but I got laid off recently <laughs> because of the recent recession um, with the Disney stock. So the Disney had 13% um, 
uh, drop in the stock and they ended up um, laying off a lot of people. And as as uh, understandable as everyone can see, researchers like R&D uh, are kind of in the top of the um, laying off and me as a contractor was also. So it's understandable, um, but um, it, was, it went all good. I mean, it was uh, very beneficial for me to start and I was on a contract base for 10% anyway. So I wasn't expecting to not be among that group being laid off anyway. So it wasn't a good, it's at the moment um, with all the Disney stock, it's not yeah. a very, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, I think this is all public information, like the stocks, the layoffs, it's, it's not news these days. So I'm yeah, pretty it's sure not it's, new it's, anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah, I'm not sorry to hear that you got laid off from your contractor position and for all the listeners out there, like, I think it's, it happens to some companies and some labs. It depends for Adobe research. We don't see uh, a huge layoff yet, at least publicly. We don't have, we haven't started any layoff and we are still continue our hiring. So. Um, it, it depends, like some research lab may have a tighter integration with the product. Some research lab more forward looking. It depends on, on the profit or cost. Like it's, it's, uh, it's all complicated. Yeah. It's based on all group. It's not personally. So I was told, don't take it personally. This is how it happens. And, yeah. um, I definitely understand it. Um, the, the fun part about it is that I had a visit recently to California and uh, during my time over there, I got to visit a lot of friends and they were all talking about laying off and all the uh, stress about the industry staying in California because all my friends ended up in industry. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm now missing in UK because everyone is chilling out here. I mean, there's no <laughs> stress whatsoever. And I was like, this is a California vibe that I had missed during the past year. And, all, and the, during that week, I got the same email with laying off myself. <laughs> so that was like the full package of California experience. I'm now uh, here getting the experience of um, of industry and how competitive it is. Uh, so I should tell you that that's in the UK. People are so chilled out. I mean, for me, having the experience living in California, it's not even comparable. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's the it's it's the Silicon Valley versus Manchester or industry versus academia or both? No, not industry versus academia, I would say. Academia itself is um, quite stressful, no matter where you are, <laughs> because it's like an international. At the moment, I do collaborate with anyone other than the UK. <laughs> so I do work with New Zealand. I have worked with Europe, US. So it's not bounded. But if you're in the in, in industry, then it's you can uh, kind of attach it to a nationality or a, a particular country. Uh, but it's definitely about the, the country. So I can clearly see uh, the vibe of the culture and uh, people here prioritizing their own fun and family and health <laughs> rather than work, which, yeah, I mean, it's very different. I still tend to stay in my California zone and my colleagues keep reminding me that, yeah, go home. <laughs> this is not California. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I do like the dynamics in California. I do like the 
um, the fast pace um, of California. So I'm not planning to adopt uh, European <laughs> culture, maybe. So far, so good. It's glad that you are still like collaborating with California collaborators and like West Coast, United States people. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the beauty of academia, I would say. Yeah, that's great. So maybe um, it's a good time I can add this here. Um, sorry, I'm not letting you to ask. I just bring it up great, myself. Great, even better. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of um, the freedom in academia, I um, had this um, Disney research um, project. And then on the side, I was working with Weta Digital from New Zealand, and I still do. Um, and then I had some other projects, um, again, with Luxion and some other stuff on the table. So these are all kind of separate uh, industry-related kind of project that you can have. Um, and they are, as long as your project is defined in a way that they don't overlap it directly. So th this is all possible because you are in academia. If I were in industry, I would have been much more restricted in terms of the project, who I collaborate with. And that's what I like because now I get to work with whoever um, I want, not ma no matter where they are coming from. So I, I see a lot of opportunities, at least in my first year, yes. that I can work with uh, different um, industries and different academics. So this is like a never ending opportunities. I like it so far. So good. That's great. Um, I wanted to add to that. Um, it is it is really easy for academics to to take a part-time jobs in an industry company and then after signing some NDAs they can they can get to the knowledge of all the company that owns so that you can you can collaborate but then I would I want to say that maybe sometimes companies don't review all the information to part-timers maybe that's one case or in sometimes it is available but but because a professor only spends a small amount of time in a company, they wouldn't get the full picture. At least they wouldn't get the, the full context of what's happening. So I think in the beginning, it's great. It's like you're working on individual project level research. But as, as people ramp up, it will be harder and harder to get deeply involved in multiple companies with multiple projects. Like mm -hmm. it's hard to imagine. I don't know, I'm just using some famous people as, as example. Like you can't imagine like Jeff Dean spending, Jeff Dean probably is not a good one. Maybe Jeffrey Hinton, maybe Jeffrey Hinton, yeah. Spend part-time at Google and Facebook and Apple. I just don't think that that's, that's possible because mm -hmm. the scope of their project is so intertwined with the company. It's no longer like technical, oh, solve this particular one problem. It's more like imagine the future. And then that, that usually requires deeper commitment. And at that point, professor either go like half-time or 80% mm -hmm. time with companies and then kind of leave their academic lab uh, struggling <laughs> um, or whatever yeah that's 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 what i've been observing um the trend yeah but it's, it's 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 right that to start with it's it's totally okay to collaborate with multiple companies to know which direction you want to pursue yeah yeah this is like um more of a collaboration on research so what we now do with weta folks in New Zealand is that uh, it's a research project aiming for long term and they would um, sponsor or support the grants that I apply for from the government here. So that gives me higher chance for 
getting money from the UK government when they see there is a industry backup. Um, so this is like how you can manage your granting stuff as well, which I found uh, very, very hard and complicated <laughs> so far. That's like the most challenging bit of my job, honestly, currently. Yeah, that's, that's, thank you for sharing. Um, I think in the remaining five minutes, we want to limit this to 20 minutes uh, recording. So in the remaining five minutes, can we talk, talk about your previous internship experience at various companies? Because I have only interned twice in my PhD and both, once at Disney Research actually, and the other one at Adobe Research where I work right now. And both are very publication driven for interns. And for the full-timers, the, my mentors at the time, they were... Um, thinking about how to transfer technology into product and so on. But as interns at the time, I was encouraged to just think about research and publication. What was your internship? I think you had like six internships. What are they like? Um, can you share a bit more about that? Yeah, so among um, six of them, two of them were uh, related to research and aiming for publication. Uh, my first few years, I didn't um, do much of um, research internship. It was more of a um, of an engineering job. But even those, um, they learned me a lot. So I I was very happy. I now feel that what I learned most, apart from the technical side, is how they mentored me to uh, prepare for a. Um, project in such a short time now that i'm doing a supervision of my phds i have like five phds in my first year that's like too many but i'm very glad and i'm really pleasure to um supervise those phds um and i need to learn how to help out as a mentor as a supervisor to those and if i didn't have that many supervisors because if you do a phd then you would get at most one but i had a lot of mentors in my life that i learned uh, from each of them and now i try to um, repay the depth of gratitude and uh, and kind of um do what I have to do in order to leading a project. So what I've seen from um, my internships, what they those internships prepared me is to how to manage a project. And uh, I think uh, apart from the technical side, of course, um, having um, a leading, leading skill set is uh, what I owe uh, from my PhDs that now directly help me as a supervisor. That's great to hear. I want to double tap on the point of working with multiple mentors throughout your PhD. Like now that I'm also in this mentoring role, I mentor interns every summer. And most of my previous interns, they are great interns. They're great researchers. And I hire them back again. I would hire them back again and over again. But usually after second time, I would encourage them, hey, next summer, I'm happy to have you again. But for a third time internship, you might want to find a primary mentor that's different so that you can learn from them the different mentoring mm. style. I, I think I'm the best mentor out there, but I'm biased, obviously. Um, you should try out different mentors, either inside our company, that would be great, but if you're interested in other companies, that's great too. You get to know their culture, how they run the research lab, and uh, that's what I always do, like get more exposure to the intern yeah. so that when they step into the role, eventually, either as a professor or as an industry researcher, they would need this kind of um, understanding and, 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 and learning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The more great. experience, the better. You can always learn something from whatever 
So yeah, I'm happy. Any, any of my internships, any of the steps that I had um, in my previous life, <laughs> I'm not regret for any of those moments. I'm pretty sure everything that I've done uh, helped me somehow in, um, in my job currently or in future. So I wouldn't think anything wasted. This would be something that I wish I could have thought about it years ago. Some, someone would remind me that it, this is going to pay off. Just move forward. This is what you do, what the, what, all the hard work you put in it's going to pay off in future. Don't think of it as a waste. So now I feel that, oh, that's right, because uh, everything would be handy at some point in life. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, I think we're towards the end of our 20 minutes slots. And if you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment down below. And if we have many of them, then we'll invite Zara back again to discuss the follow-up questions. Thanks, Zara, for, for coming for me on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye. 好了,以上就是这期英文节目。如果你还没有订阅的话,欢迎订阅 Not Just Research频道。以后李丁聊天时会专注做中文节目。Not Just Research会专注做英文节目。谢谢收听,下期再见。